Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello. Welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, a podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so you can take action today. I'm your host, Anthony Bubba Gump Casino. Joined as always by Dan, who am I partnered with? Kruger. Frustrated Kruger because you just <laughs> jumbled like eight really bad. Where am I accents. coming from? Where am I from? I don't, I don't know. know. Nobody does. We have fun. I don't know where to go from here. I'm you know, I appreciate everybody. Uh, that's listening to this that has not tuned out already after 30 seconds. So thank you for being here. We're gonna we're definitely gonna make this worth your time as we are bringing some breaking news. Mm. Breaking news. Um, forewarning: nothing has happened, um, but this is breaking news. The title of this episode, I don't know what we named it, um, but I would like to name it something to the effect of: Would an investor by any other name smell as sweet? That is not gonna help. People understand what they this don't. is about. Okay. So maybe you want to explain? Sure. Okay. Break it down. Accredited versus non-accredited. What does that mean? Good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think the impetus for this was, I mean, we talked about accredited and non-accredited before um, in other content. So this isn't really new, but I guess the context here is there's there's some rumblings of rumble, some potential rumble. changes to the accredited investor definition. Our boy Gary um, Gensler over at the SEC has yeah. put up in some some uh, new some some new ideas. He's like, it's not positive for it's not good. It's not good. So, so let's, let's before yeah. we tell you the news, before we tell you what's happening there, um, and this is probably going to affect you. Just so you know, um, so keep listening. Don't tune out. Um, let's just break down real quick. What is an accredited investor versus non-accredited? Let's not mm. presume that everybody knows the difference. Yeah. Uh, Cause in first fairness, I didn't know for like 30 years of my life. Yeah. Well, it didn't yeah. matter for didn't 30 matter. years of your life. I don't think, I mean, mm. um, but yeah, <clears throat> accredited investors. Now, some of you might notice is if you're out there looking to invest in real estate passively and you're looking at different syndicators, you might notice that some, uh, deals take accredited investors only, and some will take non-accredited and accredited. So the first question you probably have is, what the heck is an accredited investor? Am I one of those? There's a few key boxes that you'll need to check uh, to be an accredited investor. Um, or I should say, you just need to check one of a few potential key boxes. One is the net worth requirement. So if you have a net worth of a million dollars or more, not including your primary residence, that's a big one because most people in America uh, equate most of their net worth to their home they live in. Mm, doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. So back that house out. So you've got to have a good. <laughs> Stop I love it. it. No, that's great. That's great. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> I can tell. So it's Friday. We're not focused. So if you've got a net worth of a million dollars or more, not including your primary residence, or you've got an annual income for the last two years of $200,000 or more, if you're single, and if you're married, I'll screw this up, is it two fifty? Three hundred. If you're married, 300000 for the last two years. Uh, so you could check 
uh, one of those boxes or all of them, but if you gotta have at least one of those checked to be an accredited investor, and that's the entry ticket. Mm-hmm. Now in most deals that only allow accredited investors, they do require a third party firm to verify that, so you can't just check the box and hope no one actually checks because it will be verified, so. Yeah, and here's, the, okay, so here's the thing. Let's understand, you know, we know what the difference is now, and there's not a test that you have to take and you don't qualify. Um, why why is there this difference between accredited and non-accredited like this is really important to understand like the sec at its core the goal is to protect investors from themselves i guess or from nefarious operators allegedly allegedly i'm gonna break this down because i i i call bs um and i don't often call bs on things but this one just really annoys me so the idea is that if you're worth a certain amount of money or you're making a certain amount of money that you're financially savvy enough to be able to make decisions about what to do with your money. And you can go invest it in whatever. You can invest it in startups or in real estate private placements and nobody cares, right? Because you're making good money, so good for you, right? But if you somehow don't have a high net worth or you're not making $200,000 a year, if you're not in the top 10% of earners, that's effectively what that puts you in, then you need to be protected from yourself because you can't be trusted to invest your money. So you can put it in stocks and bonds and all that stuff, cool, don't, don't worry about that. But yeah, we don't want you to put it into private placements unless they're registered in a very particular way. And no, you can't angel invest. Like, So they're trying to protect you from yourself. That's the idea here. And I call BS on this because it falls apart. The argument falls apart because you are allowed to go to Vegas and invest all of your money. Invest. I'm, I, 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 you get to invest it in the roulette wheel. Um, <laughs> but you cannot go and take that same life earnings and invest it into a solid cash generating asset or into Uber. Like, I guess you maybe could do it with Uber now, but like you couldn't mm-hmm. back 10 years ago, right? And that just annoys me. I'm like, okay, so if we're really protecting ourselves, if we're really protecting non-accredited investors, why are we not protecting them against all different avenues of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at the public markets, especially since 2020 and like the, the mad rush into the whole like, uh, meme stock thing with, uh, Robin hood and like all these things. And these, I don't know if people really appreciate how much leverage is being used with some of these products. If you're looking at options and and futures and, and, and Forex too, um, there's so much leverage used in these things where somebody can go and throw a couple thousand dollars into account and little minuscule price move that money's gone immediately. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine. You could go bungee jumping. That's perfectly fine. You mm-hmm. could do all sorts of things, but you can't invest in the best investments out there because that's dangerous. Yeah, that and, no and, that, and that is the takeaway here: is that generally, like accredited investors have access to the absolute best investments. It's just how it is. Yeah. Okay, so let's put that aside now. Like, I I hate the the distinction. I think it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. The argument for it falls apart, falls on its face, and now it's going to get. It's not necessarily going to get worse. But Gary Gensler. It, what, what no. is, I don't think the likelihood no. of this passing is high, but then again, I also don't have Gary Gensler on my speed dial, so I don't know. Um, he has proposed, I don't know if it's him or if just SEC in general, the, the proposal is that the net worth requirement should 10x. So now instead of having a $1 million net worth to qualify as an accredited investor, which is, I would think, the, the primary way most people end up actually qualifying, because if you live long enough and you accumulate enough assets, like it's not too hard to get over a million, all things told. He wants to increase that to 10 million, mm-hmm. which is a big, that's a bigger hurdle for yeah. everybody. <laughs> it is. And my first question is, is there a problem? Yeah. That is this being abused? Fix? Like, is there... It, I mean, usually when things like this get changed, it's because there's some sort of fraud, there's some sort of issue that needs to be addressed by regulation. So in this instance, I I can't point to any issues that would be solved. Yeah. Only 
reduced opportunities for people, which seems completely counterintuitive. I think as a politician, you want your, your, the people who live in your country to do as well as possible. Yeah. But anything that uh, takes us, takes us away from like free market, mm-hmm. um, just kind of rubs me raw 100%. or not even free market, but like lopsided market where it's like more free for some people yeah. and not the others, just because of this arbitrary thing called wealth. Like it's, uh, it gets me guys. It gets me. Uh, so we're going to keep you guys, we'll keep you all posted as this kind of develops. Who knows if it actually goes through or not. Yeah. If you're not accredited investor right now, maybe it doesn't matter to you. If you're accredited, you might lose that status might matter to you. Um, Good news is on our deals, we take non-accredited. Yeah, we take non-accredited. So um, you can still come into our deals. It just means more hoops for us and limits how many people we can bring in. But hey, we we love you. Um, And I'll be and like full disclosure. It's because we want our family members to participate, not just you. Like, so we're kind of doing it for selfish reasons. Circles. Yeah. So, um, but hey, here's something else. Um, This is all doom and gloom. And we kind of like, I was kind of poo-pooing a little bit on Gary. Um, But Gensler has a free MIT course on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies really? from back in like 2019. It's actually, I, I t- I've taken it. Let's check that out. It's, um, it does a lot of great content. It's about the history of money, history of crypto. It's, it's actually really fantastic. Yeah, it's free education. Who don't know, you can uh, sit in on virtual MIT classes, like full for courses for free. It's amazing. Like it's you amazing. can get a full MIT uh, course load uh, without the piece of paper mm-hmm. that, and the degree. You get all the knowledge. For free. Yep. And it's you could do it. At, I think Stanford has a really robust one as well. And Harvard that. now. Yeah. It's so there's, there's no, there's no obstacle to education anymore. So that's yeah. not an excuse. Yeah. So just, just if you're trying to, you know, learn more stuff, like go, it's there, it's free and it's amazing. And if you want to be a sponsor at MIT, just hit us up. We, yeah. We're here we're for done. you guys. So. If you guys are hurting on money, we'll, uh, you know, I don't even know what we do, honestly. I would just pitch them every, I don't know, I don't have a problem pitching MIT. It's yeah. So, yeah, we get nothing out of this now, but MIT, if you want to change that, we'll take you. Let's talk. Um, and we'll send more people to your free programs. <laughs> so, it's a weird business model. Not a very good value problem. Anyway, any, yeah, anywho, hopefully you guys got some value out of this. If you did, do us a favor, go leave a review, share this with somebody that you love and somebody that you hate, just to really stick it to them. Um, I don't, I don't know. I love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.